You're listening to the Sped Prep Academy podcast. Your host, Jennifer Hofferberg, is an award-winning veteran special educator who shares her experience, knowledge, and passion to help other special educators survive and thrive in this profession. Join her and other guests as they share tips and tricks of the trade for the ever-crazy, completely overwhelming, laugh-so-you-don't-cry profession of being a special education teacher. Well, hey there. Welcome back to another episode of the Sped Prep Academy podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer, and I am your special education mentor, coach, go-to person for all things dealing with special education. If you are needing support with how to handle it all and be a great special education teacher and stay sane in the process, then I'm the person you need in your corner. I love teaching teachers, and can I just tell you, I'm really enjoying my new role as an instructional coach. I find it very rewarding being able to work with adults and being able to train teachers on how to be effective and even successful within their jobs. I will say it has been pretty crazy lately, having to learn a new role and getting situated with a schedule and duties and trying to fit in all of the beginning of the year testing. It's finally starting to slow down now, and I can actually see the potential of this position. I love being able to take my outside job of running my business, hosting this podcast, providing courses, and creating support products for other special education teachers, and then merging that aspect of my life with my current role as an instructional coach. It has just been so satisfying. Now, I will say that I miss the kids. I see them in the hall and they give me hugs and they light up when they see me. So I guess they haven't forgotten me, but just being around kids in general is something I miss. I also miss my staff, the paraprofessionals who worked with me. I miss our laughs and potlucks and the overall team aspect of our jobs. And then I do really miss my co-teacher like crazy. It's been a very big adjustment there. I guess when you spend 27 years working out of the same classroom and then all of a sudden you don't. It's just hard, and I know it's been hard on her, and it's definitely been an adjustment for me, but this position was so needed within our district, and I truly feel that I'm making an impact, and that fills me with so much pride and happiness. I'm currently working a lot with teachers who have been placed into teaching positions without any credentials, no formal training, no classes, no experiences, or pedagogy. They are basically just coming in with a sub-license. And bless their hearts, they don't know what they don't know at this point, but they are willing to learn and eager to do things right. And so these are the teachers who need my support the most. I walked into a teacher's classroom a few days ago and asked how it was going, and she just smiled and said, well, I'm still here. And that caught me off guard, and it made us both laugh because in all truthfulness, sometimes that's just the best that we can give. At least we are still here. We are making it through another day. Special education teachers are leaving their jobs at an alarming rate. And the biggest reason for that is it's burnout, resulting from a combination of being overworked, underappreciated, and inadequate training. And that's what I want to talk to you about today. So through this podcast, I want to help you not only make it through another day, but to give you the tools and resources to do a job that you love. And so I want to chat today about opportunities for special education teachers outside of the four walls of a classroom. 
There are a lot of different roles that special education teachers can take on, either through a different role altogether, or maybe just a leadership role within your building or district, or maybe it's just something that you do for yourself that helps. But before I dive into the different roles that special education teachers can take on, I want to provide a disclaimer. I don't want you to think that I'm trying to talk you out of being a special educator. I'm absolutely not doing that. I feel being a special education teacher is one of the most rewarding careers a person can find. And yes, it comes with stress. Yes, it comes with hard work and dedication. But I think that people who have the gift to teach special education are amazing human beings. And it's not for everyone. And you deserve all the love. But with that being said, just like I mentioned before, it does come with stress and some teachers get to the point where they are just burning out and they feel that they just can't do it anymore. It might be affecting their mental health, their physical health. It could be taking a toll on their personal lives. I know from experience that when you come home from a long day of work and you've given all you have to those kids your family can feel that and they can see that and it makes it hard on them as well. And it's both in the resentment that they have because you can't pour out of an empty bucket, but it's also the resentment that you feel that no one really understands what you go through every day. So it could be that you are in this place and you really just need a change of pace so that you don't end up leaving the profession altogether. So that's the reason for this episode, to show you that if you are at that point, there are other options for you. I want to break these options into three different categories, creative outlets, actual positions, and then teacher leadership roles that you can get into to mitigate the stress of the job. So let's start with the creative outlets first. The first one I want to talk about is Teachers Pay Teachers. In case you don't know what TPT is, it's just a platform where teachers make all different kinds of products to sell to other teachers. I know there are people out there, administrators, directors, other teachers, possibly parents who don't feel that TPT is very deep content. But in my opinion, it's just like everything else. There's the good, the bad, and the ugly. There are some not so great products out there, and then there are some really, really excellent products on there that teachers have worked very hard on creating for other teachers. So if you can find resources on there that will, that will help you in your classroom, I encourage you to take a look around. You might find some things to get you out of your slump and help you become a more intentional teacher. And then if you really want to boost your creativity, you could always become a Teachers Pay Teacher seller yourself. Special education teachers just seem to have a gift for getting information to a student in a way that others can't. And we tend to be some of the most scrappy of individuals. So using that creativity and that knowledge of the profession to create your own products, uploading them and selling them to others not only gives you some extra cash, which is always good, but it also gives you an outlet. I know when I started selling on TPT, that was an outlet I looked forward to every evening because of the stress of the job. I was able to come home, turn on my computer, turn off my brain from thinking about how bad my day was or worry about what tomorrow would bring or worry about my students. And so when you have something that you're able to do outside of the classroom, 
It somehow makes your school day go a little bit smoother and you have something to look forward to doing that isn't stressful. And then you're making things that you can use in your classroom. So that's just icing on the cake. There are also platforms that are not as well known as TPT. Classful is one of them. You can sell on Etsy. You can create Boom Learning Cards, which is a digital platform. But just find yourself a creative outlet to relieve stress. It doesn't even have to be in the field of education. The second thing that you can do for a creative outlet is to work with students outside of being a special education teacher. So what this looks like is something like volunteering to work with general education students for an upcoming play or musical, or working with athletics, or possibly with after school programs. And you get to work with children who don't struggle academically or behaviorally. This is something that isn't stressful, it's fun. You get to communicate with kids on a different level and be around kids. And as a teacher, that's probably something you enjoy. So having that outlet where you get to be around kids who are not your students, that can sometimes help reduce stress as well. For the leadership roles, if you have been in special education for a while and you are wanting to start doing some mentoring, you can talk to an administrator about providing this. And it doesn't have to be something official. Mentoring doesn't and most likely won't be a paid position, but you can offer your guidance to other special education teachers. And there's something about teaching adults that is different from teaching students. For the most part, adults tend to learn more quickly and you can make an impact within your school system, within your district to help others and really take on a leadership role. That's actually how I started my work as a teacher leader. I loved helping others learn. In addition to being a mentor, you can also look into being the department head or the department chair. Again, this is not a paid position. There might be a small supplemental salary that goes along with it, but it's not a standalone position. But what a department head does is assist the special education director or building principals in providing things like curriculum support, instructional strategies, professional development, and so on. The department chair acts as a liaison between the directors and the teachers and is usually someone who has had success within their own role and the higher ups want to support the other teachers by using this teacher's expertise. And then for the actual paid positions, there are quite a few and I'm not going to go into detail about all of them, but just know that if you are really needing out of the classroom for whatever reason, there are jobs out there if you will seek them out. And just like in my case, it could be a position that hasn't even been created or thought of until conversations started happening about the need for it. So don't be scared to start talking to your admin or directors or community members about some of these things. The first is a reading specialist or interventionist. These positions don't typically require any additional training than what you would already have received as a special education teacher, and they provide remediation to students without having a full-blown classroom or caseload. The next is a psychometrist. If you really like being around kids for short periods of time and enjoy the act of administering tests and writing reports, this might be a position to look into. You would most likely need to take additional classes to be credentialed to do this, but I wouldn't imagine it would be an extensive amount. It might be something to look into if this appeals to you. 
If you love the leadership roles and you are wanting to trade one set of problems for a whole different set, you can always look into becoming an administrator, whether it's as a building principal or setting your goals higher to be a special education director. There are always those positions that you could look into. If you are wanting to get out of the education system altogether, and again, I'm not promoting this, I'm just providing you options, you could work as an online instructor where you can set your own working hours, or you could work as a tutor for other families who want to homeschool their children but don't have the patience or knowledge of how to do so. If you aren't opposed to going back to school, and there are many districts these days who will pay for your courses if you agree to work for them for a specified amount of time, but you could continue your education in order to be a school psychologist, a counselor, an occupational or a physical therapist. You could obtain a law degree focusing on special education law. Really, there are just so many options. But for me, the one that made the most sense and the one that was so needed by my district was the instructional coach position that I just began this year. So the duties for this position are all over the place. I'm supporting teachers in learning how to write IEPs, learning how to run meetings. We, I'm doing a lot of the testing for them and writing reports, um, supporting them in working with students with behavior, supporting them in finding instructional materials, and just really being a sounding board a lot of times to, so that they know that somebody's listening to them and that, um, that they feel supported in their role. And then my plan is to get to the point where I can have time with each teacher and work on individual needs and goals for that teacher so that we can develop a plan of action and see it through and not always having to be putting out fires. I want to provide that support in what they actually want to learn about, whether that's learning about visual schedules or learning about using an AAC device or learning about task boxes or better progress monitoring tools, anything and everything is on the table for an an instructional coach. There really isn't a, a limit to what you can help these teachers learn. So for some of these suggested careers, a transition isn't tricky. Classroom experience and your existing degree may be more than enough to transfer into one of these positions. So if you are a special education teacher who loves their job, but feels burned out by the stress that comes with it, don't feel bad. We've all been there, but there is ample opportunity to transition into a position that is just as essential, but less draining. If any of these sound like a good fit for you, don't be scared to start having conversations with people to see what you can make happen. In the words of Socrates, The secret of change is to focus all of your energy, not on fighting the old, but on building the new. If you liked what you heard today and realized you found your SPED soulmate, please subscribe and then head over to spedprepacademy.com slash podcast to check out the show notes and sign up to be notified each time a new episode airs. Go out and have an amazing day and I'll catch you on the next episode.